Hi, this is Adina here with today's episode of Wonder Your Way to Brilliant, our year-long journey of thinking about the yamas and niyamas, yoga's ethical principles for living. So on today's episode, we are continuing to talk about the yama of satya, or truthfulness. And in today's episode, I want to really talk about truthfulness as it relates to time. This is a big one for me. There is a section in Deborah Adele's book where she talks about the places where she sometimes is not truthful with herself. And one of the key ones is time. And I could when I was reading this section, I felt like, are you me? <laughs> Did you write this precisely for me? Because you have articulated my experience in relationship to time or one aspect of time so precisely that um, I feel like you must have just been inside my head. What she talked about was that one of the places that she's not truthful with herself very often is in not really, not accurately estimating or not even putting sufficient consideration to how much time something is going to take. And so she's frequently overcommitting herself, overly saying yes, and consistently underestimating how long things will take. And then discusses what all the impacts of that are. So as I said, this is something that is one of my diseases or problems. And when I say disease, it, disease is made up of two parts, dis and ease. It is one of the diseases that I experience very frequently. Sometimes people take on too much and say yes to too many things or put too many things on their to-do list because they're trying to please people. You know, I, want, I don't want to say no to people. I want to help people. And so I put too much on my to-do list. Sometimes we have too much on our to-do list because we're trying to keep up. You know, everybody else is having music lessons, so our kids should have music lessons. Everybody else also has a sport, so our kids should have a sport. Everybody goes for massages, so I should book that in. Everybody, you know, gets to the gym five days a week, so I should get to the fi gym five days a week. And so we book in all of these things because we benchmark them against some sort of perception of what everybody else is doing and we're trying to keep up. Sometimes we can overbook our schedule because of a sense of dissatisfaction in our own life. This is a tough one, right? That something doesn't feel fulfilled in our own life. And so we, instead of dealing with the pain of that, instead of facing head on the fact that something feels lacking or missing in my own life, we pack our schedule so full so that we never have to actually look at that. We're too busy to have to be in the discomfort of that. So our schedule gets really packed. And another reason, and I think I have experienced all of these reasons at some point, and I could kind of trace and map my whole life to when it, there were different reasons why my life was so packed. But two of the other reasons why my schedule often gets so full, especially uh, more recently, is one of them, and it's a little bit less so now, but it was certainly bigger before, was I didn't know how to be in a state of not busy. I hadn't really learned what to do with that. 
And many of us were raised on the expectation that you need to be productive, you need to get things done, and that somehow productivity and checking things off a list or being busy was synonymous with, you know, doing it right, with being productive, with, you know, what was responsible. And not doing something or relaxing or doing something that was purely for joy just did not have as much value in the social structure as um, being relaxed did or not being busy did. So this is one I have been afflicted with for much of my life. And so that's another reason that the to-do list can become very long. And then finally, and these are my sort of top five reasons, you might have others you wanna add to it, but my my fifth top reason is because everything looks so shiny and beautiful. And what I mean by that is people propose and say, oh, we could do this, and maybe you could do this, and for work, here's an opportunity. And there are so many things out there that look shiny and delightful and interesting to me that I want to grab them all, and I don't want to miss any opportunity. And so I try to, I say yes to everything and then put it all in my schedule, and I'm like, and then I'm drowning. So these are all the reasons why we can get, I think, to a very long to-do list. And the bottom line of all of it is regardless of how our list has gotten so long or we've become so busy, we're in this state of non-truthfulness. Because the truth is we can't do them all, no matter how they got there. And trying to do them all typically leads to some consequences. It leads to the consequences of not being able to be fully present and actually enjoy the things that we are doing. When we have such a long list and we're racing from one to the other and we're anxious about when we're going to check the next thing off or get it done, it typically means we've got a lot of doing but not a lot of being and not a lot of feeling present. And being present is, the, is where contentment is. Like people say, I just want to feel content or at peace. But if we don't stop doing and we don't allow ourselves to be present, fully present in the things that we're doing, we will never have contentment or peace. The second consequence that it leads to is how it leads us to be treating others. When we're so busy and we tend to be more anxious, We can be short with people. We can be harsh with people. We can get angry more easily, frustrated more easily, irritated more easily. Put whatever word you like to it. We can be them all. And we don't allow for things that really build relationship. We don't allow for space for the person to feel our presence there, to be heard by us, to be seen by us, to be fully experienced by us. And what I once had somebody tell me is I just feel like something on your to-do list. I will reveal that was, that pierced right through to my heart. I mean, actually first I felt really resentful and angry and irritated because I had too many things on my to-do list to be told that. But then when I really stepped back, I thought how penetrating that felt. That somebody I cared about just felt like an item on my to-do list, not like they didn't feel my presence. Another consequence that we have 
is that then we're harsh with ourselves. We're never getting to everything on the to-do list. So we start beating ourselves up. What's wrong with you? How come you can't get it done? And how come you never get it done? Or how come you didn't do it well? And you're never doing anything well. And, you know, and then you make mistakes and then you screw up or then you lose your, your cool or all of these things. And we beat ourselves to a pulp because we weren't really truthful in the beginning about time and what our capability was. And then if we want to like take it out even further, once we screwed things up, right, we've screwed up relationships, we've screwed up our performance on things, then we lose even more time and more energy on shame and guilt, right? We've got shame for having looked bad, for not having done it well, for not having been the person we wanted to be. We've got guilt for all that stuff. And then when we've got shame and guilt, we go into avoidance or we go into hiding or then we have to find people and apologize and like look at how much time and energy we have lost because upfront we've not, we were not able to be truthful about ourselves in relationship with time. And some of the ultimate consequence of that is that when we keep doing that over and over again, truthfulness becomes is aligned with trustworthiness. When we're not truthful again and again and again, we're also not trustworthy. And in not being truthful about relationship to time, we lose trust in ourselves, right? We lose trust that we will be able to do what we say, that we will follow through on commitments, even though seemingly following through is so important. But we lose that sense of trust in ourselves and then others lose trust in us as well. I mean, we've all, whether you're the person or you've done this to somebody else that, oh yeah, I always tell them 15 minutes early because I know that they're never going to be in time. Or I always push the deadline up by a week for that person because I know they're always going to be late. And to be that person that someone always knows is going to be late on something or is not trustworthy feels badly. So I am working on this. This is not one I feel like I have reached significant mastery on. I have a few tricks that I use and some of those tricks that I've taught other people and are helpful is to try to schedule everything, to not only schedule something you need to do, but schedule the time to travel to the thing you need to do or to prepare for the thing that you need to do or even to think about the thing that you need to do. Like for these podcasts, I need to not just plan time to record them, but to actually think about what I want to say or to map out a calendar or to write the emails afterwards that go with it. That to be truly honest with myself about time means to put time on the calendar for all of those pieces and to then honor that time. So that's one of the tricks, you know, of trying to schedule everything. Sometimes I'm better at it. Sometimes I'm less good and it's my continued journey. I think the other piece is to be very clear about what the priorities are. What's really most important? The world that we live in right now is constantly inundating us with things that can go on our list. Watch this YouTube video, follow this person here, even listening to this podcast, right? Um, or someone else says, is going to a dinner and says, do you want to come? Come to this dinner with me or come here with me. Put, you know, put this on your schedule. We let media influence what's on our to-do list. We let other people influence what's on our to-do list. We let, you know, all sorts of things just flood in and determine what's on our to-do list. How consciously are we taking control over that? 
are we prioritizing what's most important to me and what should I be saying no to? Can I say no to enough things such that the yeses that I do say, the things that I do commit to, feel earnest and true for me? So this is my invitation, is step back, ask yourself what's really important to me, and are the things on my to-do list really important to me? And then secondly, be honest and schedule everything in your calendar such that when the space and time runs out, that you say no, and you know that you have to say no. And a little caveat on that scheduling. You can't just keep making the increments shorter and shorter. <laughs> so taking something that should take an hour and squishing it into 15 minutes so that you can make five other things fit does not make the protocol work. If something is truly going to take an hour, you need to schedule it for an hour and probably for an hour and 15 minutes or an hour and a half because we can't count on everything always going 100% as planned. So this week, I invite you to experiment. Experiment with being truthful with yourself about time. As always, please share this podcast with others. I can guarantee you know at least 10 people on your list who potentially could benefit from discussing this concept of truthfulness about time with you. We are trying to build our listenership this year for Wonder Your Way to Brilliant. And those of you who are listening, listening are the best people, best positioned to know who could benefit and who else might enjoy sharing in our journey of the Yama and Niyamas this year. So thanks so much. If you want to comment, you can join us in the Courage to be Curious Facebook page. You can always email me at adina, A-D-I-N-A, at couragetobecurious.com. And I look forward to being back with you again next week. <laughs>